You're listening to the weekly podcast of River of Life Ministries of Euclid, Ohio. We pray you enjoy today's message.
And he said unto him, Fear not, for the hand of Saul, my father, shall not find you. And you shall be king over Israel. And I shall be next unto thee. And that also Saul, my father, knows. I'd like to put a tag to this text. And with just a few minutes, I'd like to tell you, you're next. You're next. Come on, turn to somebody and tell them, you're next. You're ne it's your time, girl. I would like to suggest that each and every one of us who has a calling upon our lives, that when God calls you and I, he gave us a predetermined end. For the Bible, the Bible declares that in Romans 8, 29 and 30, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he may be the firstborn among many brethren, and those he predestined, he also called, and those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. Y'all don't believe me? If Jeremiah, I signify to one of those you a prophet to the nations. If you don't believe me, if Moses, Moses had the opportunity to be here, he would suggest to us in Exodus 3 and 8 that God told Moses at the backside of the desert to go back to Egypt. Go tell Pharaoh, let my people go uh, because there's a land flowing with milk and honey that I have already predestined for them. See, church, I believe that God has called Just look back. 
The women even made up a song about David. It says, Saul has slain thousands. And David has 10,000. You have to be a bad man when a woman make a song about you. Uh, what you mean, Elder? Saul. Saul was the training camp for David. Holy Ghost fool. You see, just because David was anointed, just because David was exalted, just because David was winning, it didn't mean that he was ready for leadership. I'm in the book. Just because David is raising up, it didn't mean that David was ready for the next moment. Uh, because see, there are no stars in the kingdom. There are no stars in the kingdom. There are only servants in the kingdom. You can preach, but your heart ain't right. You can prophesy, but you can't connect with the people around you. You can sing, but you're too woozy. God ain't looking for men of stars. He's looking for men of stars. He ain't looking for men of stars. He ain't looking for men of stars. Oh, my God. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served. But to serve and to give a life for the many. Jesus, y'all, came to serve. So if Jesus came to serve, then what's our problem? If Jesus came to serve, then what is our problem? So God, whom I'm speaking to, don't know, is saying, Sometimes God will put people in your life 
my God, that will make you so angry that you can't be in the same room with them. But how about God's infinite knowledge? He will allow someone to stay in your life to show you the things that need to change in your life. God is not going to take you to the next dimension in your life until you learn from other people. I can't stand him. I, I can't stand her. I can't. God, you ever thought that maybe in this divine wisdom of love? Listen, it's easy to love people who love you back. That's what Teddy Pendergrass said. It's so good. Love is somebody. When somebody loves you, it's easy to pray with somebody that's praying with you. But when you get somebody that get on your master, that's when God. David is assigned to Saul. And the first chapter 23, prophet Gab is speaking from God and tells David to go to Kenya. And he helped them to fight the Philistines. Now what we will discover is that Kenya is not David's army, it's Saul's army. It's Saul's army. David doesn't have the authority over them. Saul has the authority uh -huh. over them. Saul is the protector over them. Saul is the leader over them. But because Saul is so envious and jealous over David, he neglects his responsibility. Which means there are some people, church, who can be so envious and jealous over you that they will neglect what they were supposed to be doing because they're so busy watching you. And I'm not talking about the people from the outside. I'm talking about the people in the church.
victorious. It has nothing to do with my education. It has nothing to do with my intelligence. It has nothing to do with my social status. But it has everything with me putting God first. Seek me first. The kingdom of God. And all this righteousness and all these things will be added up to you. I put God first. If you put God first, you don't have to worry about nothing. If you put God first, you don't have to stress away anything. If you put God first, you don't have to lose any sleep at night. When you wake up in the morning, give God praise. When you go to bed at night, give God praise. When you get on your job, give God praise. Church, it's time to put God first. So, so, I'm turning the corner, y'all. So, he inquires, shall I get the victory over the Philistines? And oftentimes we have the proclivity to do things on our own. But David, that's why he's a man at the own God's own heart. Uh, because when he fell, he's keeping right to God. He didn't go to social media, even though there was not social media. And oftentimes, we have the proclivity to go to other people, but he inquired. We got to get in the practice of seeking God first and stop seeking everybody else for information. Because God created us and he knows what's best for us. So he inquired, shall I get victory? And church God says yes. So they put me in Saul's hand. And God said, yes. Now throughout the David's life, Saul tries to kill David 14 times. And every time he tried to kill him, he missed. So it looks like God is saying yes to everything in David's life. Everything seems to be easy until he finds out that Saul is after him again. Now there is a problem that I do have with the text. You see, sometimes the folk you got the victory for will not fight for you. Some people that you stood in the gap for, some people that you interceded for, some people that you gave everything to, some people that you jeopardized your life for, but never jeopardized their life for you. See, church, we have to realize that there are people who you fought for who are selfish. And they only care about their agenda. See, we expect folk that we fought for to fight for us. But see, I even have a bigger problem. My problem is David inquires unto God, and it looks like God is even fighting against David. At this point, David is stuck. So he thinks. And I know we got deep saints and some folks that ain't going to keep it real, but I need somebody to be honest and admit that, that, that I did pray to God. But it wasn't the answer I was looking for. It wasn't the answer I was expecting. I did pray. I did fast. I did fellowship. I did put God first. But it wasn't the answer and went into the wilderness because it. Zip Church was a difficult place. Zip was a place of 
was surrounded by people and he was still Activities on my limbs. I'm still able to give God praise. 
survived what I dealt with. I survived what I dealt with. I survived what I dealt with. David, David had to understand one God's providence. The second thing he had to understand was his purpose. Jonathan goes to him and he strengthens the other. And when I discovered church, everybody ain't jealous of you. Everybody ain't hating on you. Everybody ain't your enemy. There are some folk who are assigned to your life to give you strength. Another key. 
king has looked like the other nations. So oftentimes God will give you things, he will give things to you to show you that you didn't need it in the first place. So watch this. There's a difference between Saul's anointing and David's anointing. Let me say it again. There was a difference between Saul's anointing and David's anointing. Saul was anointed with a human man-made flask. That means that a man made that. But when David, in 1 Samuel 10 and 1, you'll find out that when David was anointed in chapter 16 and 13, he was anointed by the horn of an animal. Uh -huh. uh, so that means that, that, that only God can create a home. Only God, something had to happen. There was blood that had to be shed. There was a sacrifice involving David's anointing. Oh my God, you ain't got that hate on nobody else anointing because it, it's not from God. God will reveal it in the end. If it's not from God, God will expose the person. We know we got folk that say they're anointed, but did you get anointed with the flash? Or did you get anointed by the, by, by the horn of God? Notice this. Jonathan did not say, David, you're next in line. Because when you have the favor of God on your life, God doesn't need a line to promote you. God doesn't need a line. Come on. He doesn't need a line to, to promote you. Because protocol said Jonathan was supposed to be up next. But God said, I'm going to get rid of the line and give the throne to David. High five the neighbor, tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, I know I'm not, I know I'm, I'm next, but I don't deserve this. I don't deserve the position. I don't deserve the blessing. I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve any recognition. But God's hand is on my life. If you knew my story, you wouldn't challenge my praise. If you knew my story, you wouldn't challenge my worship. My worship is for real. I went through hell, but I'm still here. I went through a disaster, but I'm still here. I went through struggles, but I'm still here. I'm standing still, still standing, still holding on. Let me encourage you, even if you're frustrated, even if you're tired, even if you're aggravated, even if you're at wits let me give you a word. Do not be dismayed of whatever be tired, because God will take care of you. How many of you believe that God will? Just in case you have doubts, have you not known? Have you not heard? Uh, uh, the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of earth, never faints, don't get weary. You might faint, you might get weary, but God never faints, and he never gets weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Are you still struggling? Are you still worried about tomorrow? God said, when you pass through the waters, I will be there, and the rivers will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the fire shall not kindle you, because you're up next. You're next for a blessing, hallelujah. You're next for the increase. You're next for the deliverance. You're next for the miracle. People of God, you're next. I'm broke, but I'm still here. I'm going through some stuff, but I'm still here. Is there anybody that can give the praise? They went through hell and high water, but you're still here. I 
have been dead and gone a long time ago. But thanks be to God, I'm still here. I can testify that where I've been, Jesus kept me. He kept me from losing my mind. He kept me from all hurt and harm and danger. Can you testify that had it not been for the Lord who was on your side? Where would you be? Church your next. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If he healed your body, say yes. If he kept your family, say so. If he made a way out of no way, say so. I don't know about you, but I got five reasons to praise the Lord. Number one, he woke me up this morning. Number two, he woke me up this morning. Number three, he woke me up this morning. Number four, he woke me up this morning. Number five, he woke me up this morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good God Almighty. God is good. Oh, text and see that the Lord is good. Come on and stand up. Hallelujah. Give God the glory. Hallelujah. Come on and give God a hand. A prayer. Your next church. Your next church. We don't give it away, but your next. Woo. Your next. All eyes closed. The doors of the church are never closed. But we're here, God, as we thank you for what our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, and our hearts have felt. Lord, we give you glory because you're an awesome God. And Lord, if you can never do anything again, you've already done what you said you're going to do. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. Hallelujah. We thank you for your word that went forth and that touched hearts. Lord, we need you every single day. We thank you for your Holy Spirit and we thank you, Father, for sending your Son who became sin that you know sin. Lord, as we leave this place, we never your presence. We give you glory every day in everything we do. We give you glory for this church and we thank you for what you're about to do and what you have done. In Jesus' most majestic name. But before we go, listen, listen. Is there anyone that needs prayer? If anybody needs prayer, they can come to the front. If anybody needs a church home, hallelujah. This is the wonderful church, an amazing church with amazing pastors. Hallelujah. If not, hallelujah, hallelujah. If not, may God be with you. And we ask that you come again. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.